Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. Because you have to save yourself. All others can just give you a little helping hand. They can just show you the way. But ultimately, the salvation, your salvation, is in your hands. Why? Because you are the one who bound yourself. Nobody bound you. You are the cause for your bondage. You are the cause for your liberation. Yes. You can never blame anybody. No. In Bhagavad Gita, it's very well said. You are the friend of yourself and you are the enemy of yourself. Nobody can ever bind you and nobody can ever liberate you. It's all in your hands. What you did, you have to undo. Sometimes the teachers may say, I'm going to save you, I'm going to take all your karmas, I'm going to induce my spirit or shakti into you. It's all right. It's only a form of help, an aid. If a Xavier, whom we call Xavier, can really save you and me, everybody, what is he doing all the while? Is this not the time to come and save us? Does it mean that he doesn't want to? Then why should we call him Saviour? If he is not going to save now, when? This is the time. Is he a hard-hearted man then? God is our Saviour, we say. He is all-merciful. Why can't He just lift us up? Children, be there. He has suffered enough. How easy it would be for Him. Can't He do that? It seems that He cannot. And he will not. Why? Because what you have done to you is to be undone by you and you alone. You are the master of your fate, of your karma, and you are the master to undo it. <laughs> 
That's why I always say, even though we call our paths in different labels, ultimately all these religions boil down to one name. What is that? It sounds like Hinduism, but uh, even Hinduism is not the correct word. I would say Hinduism. Yes. Every teacher is trying to teach you how to undo what you have done. That's all. He's only just telling you, teaching you. That's all. But he can't undo it himself because you have done it. You want it, and you got it. Isn't it? <laughs> and when you get it, you have to forget it. Yes. That's why self-help, that's why even God cannot help those who cannot help themselves. Yes. We seem to have a feeling that, oh, God can do everything. But in this respect, God cannot do this. He seemed to be doing many things, but not this. Some might object to this because of their devotion and love to God, towards God. Oh, how can you say this? God can do everything. Then why not He do this now? This is the time. Aren't we suffering? Didn't we suffer enough? Should He just watch us suffering more and more, killing each other, hating each other, destroying each other, robbing each other? How long He wants to see the fun then? He should be ashamed of his children, whom he produced. Why is he waiting then? Do you think he is happy then, in watching all this fun? No. If it is within his power, he would have done it very early, long before. He would not have even allowed the Hitler to destroy so many people, or the Mussolini, or the wars. He would not have allowed the Vietnam. Don't you agree with me? Hmm? If God is all merciful and if He can do everything, what is He doing? Is He sleeping? Is right for somebody to ask, is he dead or alive? The question comes, is he dead? Because we think that he can do everything and he doesn't seem to be doing. He's not dead. 
he is doing all that he can. But there is a limit. If you are not ready, he cannot do anything. That's why we have to reform ourselves. Once we equip ourselves with certain faith and devotion and certain incentive, then we will be able to use His grace, His blessing, or whatever you want to call His or Her. I am not really going to talk much about that. Because just because it has been become a habit to say his, 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 I am saying, not that I am unaware of that, that he is not a his or a her or a nit. No. It's just because we have to simply denote him in some way or other. Avan, aval, adu, says the Hindu scriptures. You can call him or her or it. No one knows what it is. That's why thou art that. Om Tat Sat. That is that. The scriptures, the great scriptures of yoga, thousands of years before, the Upanishad said, it's that. They didn't even call that as him or her. That. Purnamata, Purnamidham. You might have read eh? a recent article somewhere. Eh? It's a kind of controversy. Why should eh? we call him the Father in the heaven? I have been asking this question since years. At least since my arrival here, many a times I ask, why should he be only the father in the heaven? Why not the mother in the heaven? Why not the brother in the heaven? So you have the liberty to address any way you want. And you call that energy the grace or the blessings or whatever it is. It is cosmic. It's there, but you have to make use of it. If you are not ready to make use of it, even if it is there, it's of no use to you. To give an, uh, an example, a modern technical example. We have music here in this hall. All the musics, all over the world. If you want rock and roll, you have here. 
If you want nice symphony orchestra, you have here. Jazz, you have here. Folk songs, you have here. You have everything here, but you don't seem to be hearing anything. Why? Because you need a receiving set. All the music of the entire world has been broadcasted here. However weak the transmitting station is, if you have a powerful receiving set, you can receive it. It spreads all over. So a receiving set should be there, and the receiving set should be properly connected to the main source of energy, and then again properly tuned to the music you want. Is the tuning. Then you receive the music, then say, ah, oh, what a beautiful music. And that's why we are here, to tune ourselves. Until and unless we tune ourselves, even if that is there, you are not going to recognize it. You are not going to use it. It will be of no use to us. That's why many of you people say this. Tune in. Turn on, turn on and tune in. Turn in and tune on. How do you say? <laughs> turn on huh? and tune in. Huh? Correct? Yeah. Turn on the set and then tune in to the station. It's literally the great language you are talking. It could be called a hippie language, doesn't matter. But that is what is said in every scripture. Attunement. And unless you tune in, you can't receive it. And tuning means you gather all the energy to one particular point, particular meter, so that you can receive all the music that comes in that meter, in that wavelength. If you learn to tune very well, you can get the music perfectly without any atmospheric disturbances. You pinpoint the position. That's why you say you are pinpointing the position all by yourself. You have you have to find your center. 
eliminate all the disturbances. It is possible. We have that built-in dolphy. Isn't it? Noise suppression. You have to suppress, eliminate all the noises to get the inner voice. And that is what you call retreat. We'll talk more about it eh? later in the coming sessions. Today I would like to tell you more about the importance of the retreat and how you could well follow it. Because that's why I think this is called the orientation evening. Let us orient ourselves. We have been in the Occident a lot. So the best way you could use the retreat is just to know that you are going to meditate all through. Even though the program might say morning meditation, evening meditation, you should know that you are going to meditate throughout. There is no morning or evening, day or night. All through the five days, you are going to meditate. Oh, what will happen to my ankle? (laughs) You don't need to worry about that. What I say is, you are going to do many things. But behind all the many things, you will be meditating. You will be doing one thing. The one thing you will be continuously doing is meditation and the other thing you will be doing is many. You will be eating, no doubt. You will be sleeping, no doubt. You will be working. You will be doing many, many things. But behind all those actions, you will be meditating. Do you think it's possible? Hmm? Yes, that's what. You're going to be a constant witness of all what you are doing, what you will be doing. You'll be a perfect watchman or watchwoman, a watcher. You've heard a lot of watching. But it's time to watch ourselves. We don't need to go to the beach to watch something, or to the jungle to watch something. We have all the beaches and the jungles here. We have all the birds here. Watch that. An eternal watchman. In fact, you are that always. 
You seem to be watching everything. You seem to be knowing everything what's happening within you. You try to know that knower well. You know what's happening. If you are hungry, you know that you are hungry, is it not? Huh? Who knows who is hungry? Yeah. If you are really hungry, you will not know that. Your knowing is different from your hunger, is it not? That's why you say, I know I am hungry now, I have to eat. Huh? Isn't it so? Huh? I know I am hungry, I have to eat. If your knowing itself is hungry, it will never know it. So your knowing is always different from what is happening in you, physically or mentally. So you are going to put yourself in that position of knower. I will know all that's going to happen. That is what is called constant meditation. The constant observer. In this case, the observer of your own activities, not others. That's the reason why you are asked not to speak, to observe silence. Because to speak to yourself, you don't need to use words, you don't need to make noise. Only if you want to speak to somebody, then you have to make a noise. The purpose here is to speak to yourself, listen to yourself. All your senses should be indrawn. The senses have been out all the while. We have been seeing all outside. We have been smelling everything outside. Ah, how nice it is, how fresh it is. If there is something coming from the kitchen, ah, we are going to have wonderful dinner. <laughs> but learn to smell inside, then you will know how horrible it is. Hmm? If ever we turn our nose inside, have you ever tried that? We try to cover up all that beautiful smell with so many pss all over, huh? <laughs> That's what. If you try to look within, if you try to smell within, if you try to listen within, if you try to taste within, then you will know really who you are. Where everything is clear or everything is dirty. Yeah? If so, how much dirt is there? How much to be cleaned? Hmm? 
That is what you call self-reformation, self-refinement. You are going to go out as fine people. Who will clean? You have to clean it yourself. We only give you, provide you opportunities, that's all. You can do better if you are careful of it and if you are doing your own business instead of wondering what he is doing or she is doing. That we have been doing all the while. That's why this retreat is aptly called as Antar Yoga in Sanskrit. Antar Yoga. This is a form of yoga. Antar means inner. Yoga practiced within yourself. So keep your eyes inward. Every minute watch yourself, watch your own thoughts. Then you are meditating all through. First you have to know what is inside, good or bad, how much good, how much bad. That is why these restrictions are given. It's not just a holiday or a kind of fun gathering. This is really to work hard on ourselves. So use this time well. And certainly you should know how much you are involved in it. Others can only see you or help you if necessary. But you have to help yourself. If you are really sincere and serious in this, then at the end of the retreat you will know how much benefit you got out of it. You'll be happy for having come. And probably he will go back and do the same thing. Then the entire life becomes a retreat to you. Even when you move with others, you will have the limitations. You'll be careful, you'll be watchful of your own thoughts, your own speech, your own actions. Then the life itself is well-disciplined, well-regulated. Only then you can find the real peace. Only then you can find the true self. 
Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.